You're listening to The Dude Grow Show, coming straight out of Denver, Colorado, bringing you marijuana grow knowledge, news, and culture. At the tone, the time will be 4.20. Exactly. This week in cannabis, brought to you by Kellogg's. Scotty, Kellogg's cereal. <laughs> no, no, uh, man. The pothead assistant was talking about what cereal he was like. Oh yeah, I'm eating Fruit Loops for breakfast just this morning, and I was just thinking about all the chemicals in there. I was like, no, you have to eat these bran flakes here. <laughs> yeah, no, for your anti Fruit Loops. Well, I don't know. Just you know, lately. You do see all the chemicals when you go to the store. It just seems to be loaded with chemicals. It's only three or four, or actually probably one for every color. You know, red number five, yellow number three, green number two. (laughs) All that good stuff that definitely can have effects on, you know, people don't know. But anyway, uh, I I go with the granola. Yeah, red ones are good, blue ones are good. Go with the hemp granola, man, the hemp granola. It's funny, you see the hemp granola. Like Whole Foods has it, and a store called Natural Grocers Vitamin Cotton has it. And but when you go to like the bigger markets here in Colorado, there's King Supers and Safeway. Um, of that same brand, they carry like the Chi granola and like another type, but they won't carry the hemp granola. And I think it's because they actually put <laughs> hemp like they look like straight pot leaves on the box. And I think it since it's a national brand like chain or something, maybe that's why I'm like, why would you carry the other two flavors but not the hemp, man? Come on. I think they're afraid. Man, Free for madness. I can't even make fun of you for hemp granola anymore because I bought some last time I was out. It's pretty good. Hemp seed, man. Hemp seeds, some of the most baddest, you know, containments there of your, uh, what do they call those those essential oils that you need that are what people take? Oh, the omegas, man. We got some omegas up in there. We got to get, yeah, you know, farm, not farmer, man. Mr. Uh, who, who, who's the gentleman I saw on Instagram? I'm at a loss for words, damn it. Doing all the, the you brought him some recharge up there for his hemp. Oh, flower okay. farmer. I was calling farmer sure. man, man. That's somebody else. Sorry, flower farmer. No. He's, yeah, he, he knows all about them omegas and whatnot. That was an awesome picture he put up on Instagram of showing all. I think there are a whole bunch of, I don't know if they're one gals or what they were, ready to plant. Looked like the cover of a, like a cultivation magazine or something. It's great. Top notch. All right. Yeah, you know, he, he turns out he is a pretty interesting dude, I'll have you know. Yes. The DGC is full of them. I can tell you that. He, I would stereotype him when we rolled. he rolled up at uh, Red Rocks for the Le- Lebowski. I was like, mm, this looks like he's a pretty interesting dude. <laughs> Without even, you know, any words said. <laughs> Guys, this is This Week in Cannabis. We're hooking up a uh, bunch of good, some good news, man. Good news stories in here. Most of them in this, this week's news. And, uh, yeah, we'll definitely be hanging. I'm going to give prime time supporter and executive producer all of it. All of it, Scotty, to the DGC, man. Like you said, shit's been working out well. People are stepping out more as Prohibition falls. The show's been able to get some more supporters. Uh, it's been good times. We're getting uh, a bit in with uh, doing, uh, you know, 
getting the, uh, the like sh- like Sean helping out, man. It's been really sweet, even just for a day here, being able to send some responsibilities over, being able to focus, hopefully focus more on the quality of the show. You'll hear, you know, go up a few tokes. So, yeah, you know, the guy who we got to hold the camera and be the producer, like in, in true like Joe Rogan fashion, uh, he is an inspiration. I'll say that. But he's got that guy, his producer, Young Jamie. And Young Jamie's a smart motherfucker. Yeah. You know, Young Jamie comes up with some real interesting stuff. So the same thing we're having a guy that's holding the camera that also happens to, uh, you know, be college educated in uh, soil sciences. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I am not. <laughs> I studied sales marketing in college. Yes. Yes, sir. Well, let's. Yeah, but and and you know, meeting. I tell you what, exactly like I'll give you two examples of of what you're saying. Personifications of it is Flower Farmer. He uh, texted me today and said, "Hey, you want a uh, Four Seasons greenhouse? You want to be pulling veggies out of your greenhouse uh, in cold weather for Four Seasons? I'm your man. I know all about it. That's why I'm here." Fuck yeah! There you go. There's there's an awesome resource. Yes. You know, and and then and then so a, a new guy. And I was going to give him the executive producership today, but, you know, you are right. Okay, we'll go with the DGC, but exemplification of it is this guy, Beans. And Beans shows up yesterday and goes, hey, heard you talking all about microbes. Check out this author. You'll like him because he's on Audible. <laughs> and so last night I was listening to a new book all about, you know, food and uh Oh, what the heck was it, man? Just like nutrient-dense food and things like that. And, of course, it has to do with, you know, organics and microbes and all. It's, it's all ties together. It's all a circle. And it's just so interesting. And so now we've got people that are bringing us new information, and uh, it, it continues. Yeah. Love yeah. it. It's good. It's the, hook, it's the hookup. All right. Let's, uh, man, let's jump into some of this because I'm excited about today's news. Let's get high and read the news, bro. Book. Yeah, I'm off my game today because I filled up. I went to see an extractor, man, and I'm using the shout out. I will shout out to Source Vapes that they always send me the kind of cool stuff to check out. And this is the Flostradamus, which is, I guess that's some EDM guy or something. But, you know, probably hangs with, uh, with Dead Mouse. <laughs> but it's, it's uh, fucking like a big battery, like one of those big square or big rectangular batteries just hooked up to what looks like it used to be like the Orb XL uh-huh. top. And this thing, it just hits like, it's the strongest hitting vape I've, I've ever come close to. It's like, a, there's another one that almost is like a dab or it's like a dab rig. And this one's just, just as close. It's a triple coil inside it. So a really cool thing. So I'm really fucking high off some great shatter from Extractor Men. And the Source Vapes Flostradamus. So, thank you both. Word. Hell yeah. I need to get back on my, uh, I, one of my uh, pens. I'm in need of a battery. And the other one is working. Actually, it's working dandy. But my wife always has it. So, fair enough. Like, <laughs> she's got to be able to get high as well. Yeah, we... We were talking about them. Uh, Extractor Man was saying he really feels like it's way more healthier than smoking a lot of flour. He was saying he feels his lungs being a lot cleaner. Really? You know, you got, you, yeah, I thought it was fairly interesting because it is a very pure extract. You know, you're really just smoking the pure extract and you are leaving the thing that they make rope with. You know, the fiber that they use to make canvas and rope. And you're just taking the extract, the active ingredient. So, they're, they're, I don't know, it's interesting. I wonder. I know people that have had that, you know, you can have that bong cough. If you just smoke bong hits all day long, you'll get that <laughs> bong cough. That's for sure. I know that's Poppers, real. man. You got to do poppers, Canadian style, you know. Make sure you get that tobacco <laughs> in there all in one big rip. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, that sounds it does. terrible. Well, first story here is terrible. It's just a good reminder, the title, and, uh, you know, uh, props to CBS News for having the most sophisticated pop-up video bullshit I can, can barely navigate. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, this is uh, synthetic marijuana overdoses turns dozens into zombies in New York City. So... Oh my God! Like real life zombies? Yes, it was a bizarre scene. It was a bizarre scene. Dozens of people with blank stares stumbling around a Brooklyn neighborhood. Uh, so it, it says Brian Arthur live live streamed it on Facebook. So as I was walking up the block, I see anybody laying around <laughs> on the awesome. floor, and everybody's just stumbling all over the place. It looks like a scene out of a zombie movie. <laughs> Emer- Emergency workers sent 33 people to an area hospital saying it appeared to be under the influence of synthetic drug known as K2 or Spice. And then this is where it's like designed to mimic marijuana. I mean, they did a horrible um, design on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you, we don't do that to me. So, uh, you know, this K2 is made of obviously spraying, not obviously, but various legal chemicals onto plants. It's then ground up and smoked. Many users experience confusion, hallucinations, rapid heart rate, and even seizures. So that's crazy. What'd they do to get 33 people, man? That's like, did somebody have an open house spice party? It's a fucked up batch. You know, they're like, yo, you spray one ounce of this, one ounce of that, and that's our K2 recipe. Dude, did I spray that yesterday or not? Well, I'll just spray it again. Give them double. Double. And who the fuck knows? Yeah, I mean, who knows? It's not regulated. They're, these guys are dancing around loopholes. I went to go give my buddy a bag one time, and <laughs> it was like a friend of a friend. It was the guy that worked at the, at the uh, what is it, Mississippi Old Miss Hemp Farm and used to bring his Kool-Aid in in a water bottle and, st- and color-code his seeds with the Kool-Aid. <laughs> I caught up with him a few years later, and he was just sitting at some rich dude's house in Fort Lauderdale with a big yacht behind him, packaging up some, you know, like fake Viagra. Whoa. <laughs> you know, herbal yeah. Viagra or horny goat weed or whatever the fuck they call it, man. That shit is completely unregulated. It's just some people smuggling some shit in from some other country, putting them in packages and driving around in convenience stores. So Rolling Stone magazine had a little bit on this, too. It was titled Synthetic Marijuana. Everything you need to know about the drug K2. Everything. Have you ever tried uh, K2? Yeah, very early in my life did I just try shit to try it. And then I, I think I tried the duster one time. I was like, that's it. I'm done. I'm not trying any more shit just to try it, man. Dumb I, you, shit. Know, I, you know, I have no idea. Everybody sometimes tries something for some reason they never would. I never have. I mean, just strictly because of the stuff we're about to talk about. It falls into the category like everybody likes. I shouldn't say everybody, but it is appealing to, um, you know, it, obtain an altered state of mind for whatever reason, whether you're, like, tribal. It depends, you know. man. Do you want to be stupid? It, it, well, it does depend. But, I mean, like, I'm just giving, the, you know, the human desires is why it's, it's, it's entertaining to get away a little bit, whether, you know, cannabis can take you in, in a, a fabulous altered state of mind that helps uh, benefit your life, you know. Maybe after a crazy-ass day using alcohol responsibly. On the extreme end of it, the cost of a K2 joint is as little as a dollar, and that's why they're saying it is making it plentiful and popular among homeless populations. So, you know, and, the, and I'm sure plenty of homeless, like other people, are like, man, this shit's sucking right now. Let's get into an altered state of mind. Uh, right. Now that I understand. So this, uh, New York City, like many cities, is bandit, and, uh, but the problem is nowhere near gone. And basically getting into what, what it does 
And what is synthetic marijuana? Let's see here. At its core, like I like this breakdown for people. At its core, synthetic marijuana, which we shouldn't even be calling it that, is a blend. Yeah, I mean, marijuana is an offensive word to the cannabis plant, and synthetic marijuana is offensive to the word marijuana. <laughs> yes. It's a blend of industrial chemicals sprayed on dry leaves and lawn clippings wrapped in brightly colored packages and sold under a variety of names, K2 and Spice being the most recognizable, although hundreds of others have been found. It's designed to look... Man, I had that idea back in middle school, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, like, it's, it's like where people, like, try to sling, you know, you want to sell some bags off of your volcano vaporizer, of your vaporized shit, oh. or people, like, keef out their herb and then sell it, get all the keef off of it. Bastards. No, I just just take the the dried up crusty stuff under my lawnmower and be like, you want some weed, man? Well, I didn't know <laughs> where. Here's a little history on it. We'll move on shortly. Where did it come from? In the 1990s, South Carolina chemist John W. Huffman, or Huffman, either way, began researching artificial ways to mimic cam- cannabinoids, the active chemicals found in marijuana. In order to research the therapeutic effects without facing the red tape of experimenting with Schedule One substance, he was somewhat successful. Just, What's up? I just got to ask, do you think that guy parties? I mean, his name is Huffman. <laughs> He's studying cannabis at the university. I'm just, just out of what you know, those two facts. Do you think he parties? You think he's like the Huffmaster? A little bit, a little bit. So <laughs> well, he was somewhat successful. One of the compounds he developed was shown to help non, non-melanoma, skin cancer, and brain tumors in lab mice. So he published his findings in the mid-2000s, which included instructions for manufacture that he later said could be followed by a halfway decent undergraduate chemistry major in three steps using commonly available materials. Not surprisingly, oh, many did. Though Huffman doesn't understand why so many people would try something so dangerous, comparing smoking the drug to playing Russian roulette. So craziness, man. I just want to give a little, little, little history on it, and uh, yeah, tell people not, not that I feel like much of the DGCs into uh, spice, man. But you know, stay away right. unless you want to go to the hospital like a zombie. So I don't know, like things, yeah. that, you know. That I, it's one I'd be open. Probably. I'd have to think about it for a minute. To doing, like, I don't like things that completely take control of me. Uh, for example, would be salvia. <clears throat> I've done that yeah. two times. And, it, and all, go ahead. All these guys are trying to do is get you fucked up. You know, so you'll come be, you'll be like, wow, I got fucked up. I'll go, go get some more of that. Yeah. You know, if you're trying to lose reality. I always said that you know, people, a lot of people do take drugs to the extreme where they lose reality. They want to just drown, you know, get, get away from reality. And, if you take just a little bit of drugs, it makes reality real fucking nice. Yeah, I, I it's with that's with most things. I agree, man. Trying to figure out, you know, and and not having the negative, negative effects afterwards. So, but moving onward, onward to what I'm digging more and more. There's three news stories here on this. We're talking about big pharma, opiates, and uh, all kinds of. This is out of the Washington Post, right? Probably one of the biggest newspapers oh, wow. in the nation. You think? The Post. One striking chart shows why pharma companies are fighting legal marijuana. So so there's a body research showing that painkiller abuse and overdose are lower in states with medical marijuanas or medical marijuana laws. So uh, this is, you know, and everybody's, you know, this is pretty obvious. um, That I'm distracted by the diggity dank that the Washington Post gets. God damn. Dang, you see that? What? Oh, that that little jar of the you know Ooh, file photo it does look pretty frosty good. Let me zoom in. Nugs. Yeah, that's pretty nice there. Uh, so, a new study released uh, in the journal Health Affairs validates findings by providing clear evidence 
of a missing link in the casual chain running from medical marijuana to fa uh, falling overdoses. So uh, they said, they said, let's see here, 17 states with medical marijuana law in place by 2013, prescriptions for painkillers and other drugs uh, classes fell sharply compared to states that did not have medical marijuana law. These drops were quite significant. So in a couple numbers, in medical marijuana states, the average doctor prescribed 265 fewer doses of antidepressants each year, 486 fewer doses of seizure medication, 541 uh, fewer anti-nausea doses, and 560... That's a couple per day. Yeah, 562... Um, Fewer doses of anti-anxiety. Uh, so, but let's see here. The most, uh, the most strikingly, the typical physician in a medical marijuana state prescribed, this is per physician, it sounds like, 1,826 fewer doses of painkillers in a given year. So what do you do when you're a pharma pharmaceutical sales rep selling painkillers and you read this shit? Freak out? Mm. I think you still, I think, I, I want to see when, yeah. when this gets fully. Maybe, ju maybe just pop the trunk, get high <laughs> on your own supply. <laughs> oh, it's 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 really awesome um, to hear. You know, we all I don't know. I want to just generalize it and say we all know. But the fact that, you know, this is happening um, and cannabis, something that was intended, you know, it's it shouldn't be surprising to people considering back in before prohibition, you know, cannabis was in all kinds of medicines up at the pharmacy. I don't know the exact years. We'll yeah, say. but so is heroin and opium. Yeah, well, that's the same no, thing I, these I, pills cocaine, are, right? Aren't, aren't the opiates, heroin, and opium just in pill you form? You have a decent point. So, uh, <laughs> regardless, uh, the other one here, we had another one out of the Huffington Post. Make sure I'm not pulling all. Uh, each of these, I think, had a different different point. I like, again, you're going from the Washington Post Wait. to the Huffington Post. What's up? I'm going from Huffman to Huffington. Yeah, are you Huffman? You know, man? Huff huffs a ton to Huffman. I don't know. These guys all party right here. Something's going on. The title of this is 10 Smoke Signals Heralding the End of Federal Medical Marijuana Prohibition. And we'll just touch on a couple of these. Uh, let's see here. One, uh, careers is a growing support from mainstream Republicans, such as Senator Graham and Congressman Young. We used to never see that shit. Uh, there's a lot of national patient, Johnny. national patient organizations calling for the change in federal law. Uh, number three, pretty obvious, states keep passing medical cannabis laws. And this keeps, you know, letting, you know, when the, what the people want is what, you know, in general the people should get. And then that passes and goes up the food chain up into uh, the White House and whatnot. So, and then. I mean, go people ahead. know, people still subscribe to common sense. So. When you know somebody, whether it's Lindsey Graham, who's a su you know super Republican, you know from South Carolina, but when he knows somebody, that goes, oh yeah, we I got a cousin, you know, or whatever, a, a nephew, or you know whatever that has, uh, uh, you know, uses medical marijuana, uh, you know, for seizures or for pain management, and he's not a total loser. Or I know a guy like <laughs> like old Scotty Reeler, the dude that love medical marijuana, you know, love marijuana recreationally, and they're not losers. They actually have pretty cool lives. So I think that's what they're really worried about. A guy like Lindsey Graham in, in, Calif er, in, in South Carolina, I mean, I guess he's probably worried about going, saving your soul before you go to hell. But <laughs> mostly I think they're, they're worried about having to pay for your ass on welfare. You get stuck on pills or you get stuck on, you know, smoking crack or on heroin. It's kind of, you know, it's a lot. You know, I do know some people in South Florida that were functionally able to do it. But for the most part, you fall out of society. You, st you stop making money and you become a, 
yeah, a burden to the community. So I think that's what they're worried about. And you just don't see that with cannabis. You see people smoking cannabis and doing great art and opening great businesses and, you know, being awesome in the NFL. You know, so it's it's a, quite a bit different. You can't lie. How long can you keep up the lie before you say, why am I doing this again? Yeah. Oh, by the way, the, the, if I give up the lie, I get to just open up a multi-billion dollar industry for my country that could use it. Hey, we did this in a couple test markets. You know, just like McDonald's goes and puts the McRib in the test market. They kind of <laughs> oh did this God. in a couple test markets. You said McRib. In California. I did say McRib. Mm. <laughs> I wonder if that's like a vegetarian product. There's like actually no meat in it whatsoever. Oh. All right. Any, anyway, but, the, you know, this is like a test market. So they came in Colorado, which is pretty heartland, and we handled it here. They did it in California, or at least it's, you know, pretty damn close to legal in California. And it hasn't ruined, you know, a real metropolitan place like that. So I think, you know, that's kind of what you, what you can equate uh, what's been going on to is just, you know, literally you know, America's test markets. And I think that we've passed and I think that cannabis is coming nationwide. I now agree. we got to just worry about holding on to our industry before it's taken over by, you know, Arthur Daniels Midland Corporation and uh, Philip Morris and, and Monsanto. Yeah, I think I got a little bit of a story on that as well. Uh, two quick other. I want to have to cover all 10 of these. Uh, I do like the fact that the new CDC guidelines uh, I guess the Center for Disease Control instruct pain doctors not to test for THC. So that's pretty good news. Largest, um, and that's then this great one, news. We, that is fucking great news because cannabis. We know people. We know guys that you know are amputees and uh, guys that just. I have a friend that just. He actually is a multimillionaire. Make just stands. He can't sit down. He has to stand all day, either stand or lay. Has a severe back injury, and he's this is the first guy to introduce me to OG down in South Florida. But he just smokes eight, ten joints a day. I'm waiting to see if he drops dead. He's a little bit older than me. I'm like, this guy's been smoking ten joints a day since the seventies, and he's still in good shape, perfect health. He's a fucking millionaire with a hot wife. So <laughs> something something said for that. He's not not your typical druggy loser. Is that a little bit of your your South Florida million? He's a millionaire oh, with a hot wife. A is that all that South matters? Florida right there. Is that all that matters in life, Scotty? Is being a millionaire with a hot wife? Come on. This guy <laughs> will take a phone call in a movie theater. He is South Florida, baby. All right, the other one here, and then we'll move on. And we covered this before on uh, this week in cannabis. The largest pharmaceutical retailer acknowledges medical benefits of cannabis, and we saw that in April of 2016. Walgreens. Came out, and I believe it was on their uh, the Walgreens uh, Tumblr site, uh, T-U-M-B-L-R, uh, and as well, I thought they did something. Don't embarrass t- me by asking what that is, because that's one I don't even know what the fuck that is either. I think it's, I don't know, but regardless, I think they did on their Twitter too, but Walgreens did comment. Lived a fine life without knowing what the fuck Tumblr is, okay? They titled uh, uh, information coming directly from Walgreens, titled, What is Medical Marijuana? So yeah, all good, all good things there. I dig. Um, and I had, uh, hey, Walgreens hates uh, selling pain pills. And I don't think that these companies, they, you know, they don't mind selling you know, cornflakes or whatever. But which was the one? I think CVS stopped even selling uh, cigarettes. And these guys, they don't want to see people come in for their pain pills. And a lot of times when you have these, I don't say pill mills, but you got these doctors that are just writing script after script. It's a pretty big bummer to just see you know, guys coming in and they're, they're – 
you know, calling people on the cell phones and people are meeting them outside to give them money. So they got enough money to go to get their, their prescriptions. And, you know, it's kind of gross. It's participating in drug dealing, you know, at, at some extent. And in another extent, there's people that are legitimately sick that need that medicine in order to stand up and walk that day in order to live a decent quality of life. So it is a double edged sword, y'all. Yeah, it'd be way, uh, it'd be way better to have more medical marijuana, or just in general, marijuana available. The other thing it's doing is it's it's starting to, but once it's fully uh, able to be prescribed and you know you know gone through the drive through Walgreens and, and and gotten the Medicare, man, it's helping out with Medicare a lot. So that's another good thing because Medicare isn't in you know uh, the, the best of situations. I don't research that a lot. I luckily, unfortunately, haven't had to deal a lot in the uh, Medicare insurance type arena since I've been fairly healthy. But that is uh, all good news on the fronts of prohibition fallen, getting its ass kicked. Love it. Is it Medicare for people that are 65? What's that? Is it Medicare for people that are 65 and older? Could I be. That's what Medicare was. Should could I mean, be. Good answer. I, good like answer. I said, I don't know a lot about it, man. I don't know a lot about it. Could be. Oh, good. Maybe. Maybe. So let's uh, let's cover one more here. Then maybe we'll take a quick break. New marijuana warning label. See, this is one I didn't really like. Uh, this is out of, I believe, let's see here, Oregon or Washington. New marijuana warning label aims to keep kids from eating edibles. Yes, yeah, this is Seattle. It's a label, and this is the title. This is the only reason I don't fully like it, even though I agree with what they're doing. It's Hang a, on, let me, can I, does it say anything? This delicious candy should not be eating because it can make <laughs> you feel funny. No, it says it's a label meant to Intoxicating save. Intoxicating effects might occur. It's a label meant to save your child's life, Scott. That's the first sentence. Please in don't this. eat our opium incense gum. <laughs> Intoxicating effects may occur. So the only reason I was calling this story out is because, I mean, granted, it's not children that eat edibles. I mean, it's highly unlikely. I don't think it's ever happened that you need to say that. Well, we need to, we need this label to save lives. That's where I disagree. Um, but it Can is, you eat enough edibles to kill yourself? I had a five milli- 500 milligram chocolate bar a couple of days ago. I was wondering if that was possible. Did you? No, they don't even I make 500 fine, milligram chocolate bars, do they? Yes, they do. Uh, yes, they do. And I, I mouthed through about 300 milligrams of it and felt great. I just felt high and, and Then you went to sleep for like half a day? No, I didn't. I actually cleaned out my change drawer. And I will tell you, I was responsible enough, man. I... Uh, I wanted to go. I had like my uh, the the dresser drawer. I put it on Google Plus just as a joke, but I was just jacked out of my mind. I felt like I was on amphetamines or something. So, I I uh, was gonna roll like a hundred dollars worth of change, seventy seven dollars worth of change. So I just put it all in. I was gonna have my kid roll it up. I decided I took it to Walmart and. Uh, it had that coin star thing count it, but I just started cleaning things, my junk drawer, my kitchen. Dude, I was jacked out of my mind on cannabis. It was great. <laughs> nice. That's like as long as it's not too intense, you know, like you see the funny like I don't know, somebody speeded up on something or meth and you just walk in and they're like I'm like they're completely taking apart like a vacuum, like all bolts and what are you doing, oh, man? Yeah. Like oh, I'm just I just wanted to see what's inside and get it really clean on the inner parts, okay? You know, anyway. Dude, there was this tweaker that, that uh, w- like, she would hang out at one of my friend's apartments, and she went and baked a cake, and my friends were kind of into a scene back then. These are anonymous friends that may or may not have they actually took the liquid acid and poured it out on the paper, and then, now I remember... 
<laughs> and anyway, they, this chick baked a cake using the cup that they used, filled it with water. And these guys all like an hour or two into their day realized they'd pretty much split like you know, a sheet, 80, 100 hits of acid in the cake. Could you imagine Whoa. that? No. The, the one guy was with his family. No, it's like at the mall with his family. That is, so that, I don't feel so good. That does not feel good at all. Is that crazy? I mean, I'm just estimating. However much, however much could cover the bottom, you know, inch of a beaker. You know, but oh, I thought it was a measuring cup. Well, I don't know about all kids, but I think this would work for my kids. I see that the label here is a big red hand, like a stop sign, and it says "Not for Kids," and then it says "Emergency," and then there's a phone number. Um, it depends, on, I guess, on how hungry your kids are, how you've educated them. But I think that's a pretty good thing. I'll take it. Even though we're not going to be saving lives, we're just going to be saving some pretty big inconveniences and scares, which I'm down for that, too. So, what? Yeah, you know, maybe you shouldn't put it in candy. I know it's just, uh, just a, you know, a stretch, but kids like candy. I mean, kids like, you know, I was at a candy store at Rocket Fizz a couple days ago. I mean, a couple adults in there, but the people that uh-huh. were really excited were the kids. So, you know, the adults will eat crap. You know, I'm eating that green hemp granola, you know, because it's good for me. I'd fucking probably muscle down something, you know, something that didn't taste so good if it got me, you know, nice and high. You know, remember the old school pop brownies? You'd eat them and be like, oh, these taste like shit. All right, these are going to get me high. Yeah. Are you sure? All right, I'll fucking muscle one down. You know, and now it's like, dude, there's weed in this thing. Holy shit, I can't stop eating it. I love chocolate <laughs> there, with There is definitely, um, uh, you know, a decent debate there. We sure don't do that. With anything else until recently, with Adzenzi's gummy flavored Avril. There you, there you so, go. I mean, I mean, it's on. It's on. So it's it's hard to, yeah, it's keeping it away. Um, and, and I agree. That's that's another discussion. But we, I think we've both said we'd kind of it'd be nice just to be able to go get your, uh, you know, a bottle of what. For example, I'd like to go in, which I probably can't actually if I was going to go buy medical. But um, give me the, uh, you know, the sativa. Um, gel tabs there or whatever you know and if, you know they're each labeled 15 milligrams exactly per tab i'm fine with popping that instead of eating a chocolate bar or a gummy or whatever you know that's yeah exactly no worries joe rogan talks about these super strong breath strips you know that are just like the uh, there's who is it like listerine has these little almost like i don't know it's, it's it's like a gel tab type thing that just melts on your mouth and they you know you can have something like that I mean, that's something that a kid's not going to want. Make it taste like mint or something. The kid's not going to be dying to, uh, you know, to, to pop those in their mouth. You know, I'm, I'm looking at a tincture of CBD oil that I have or CBD concentrate that I have, and I take a yeah. little bit every day. My kid looks at that. It looks like a nasty medicine. She, she's not going to want to take a tincture of that. And you know what? She tastes it. She's like, this tastes like crap. You know, if I have a chocolate bar or a big stack of chocolate bars there, it's a little bit different. Ooh, I want to get into yeah. these chocolate bars. You know, they're, they're special.